Dear Zulu, this is episode 0.1 or 1.1. Not entirely sure yet. Nonetheless, this is June 26th, 2020. Fun fact, did you know that Europe imports more coffee than the U.S.? Despite all of our Starbucks and all of our Dunkin' Donuts and uh, all of our different coffee shops, we're still behind the European Union. Maybe it's a good thing. Nonetheless, um, that was just something I was thinking about while I'm drinking my morning coffee before work. Uh, today I wanted to talk about Discover Your True North, a book by Bill George. Um, this is a book that I wasn't ever really planning on reading um, because it wasn't on my I want to read list. It was more on the, it was one of the books that I had to read for a class in college. Um, it was a book that I had to read for uh, the Corps Cadets and a class, a class that we had to take there. So we kind of just skimmed through it um, while I was there. But now I actually wanted to read through it and really get an understanding of, of um, what I could gain from this book. Um, I'm only, oh man, I have, I have maybe a fourth of the book left, um, but I've already learned a lot. So I wanted to go ahead and address the book and what I'm learning from it currently. And then I'll update it, uh, as I go through different chapters or different sections. Um, one thing I did want to say is that, cause I, I've decided a few things since um, since I released Pilot 0.0, which is actually which was actually like last night. Um, first of all, one another purpose of this podcast, I guess, is going to be, I guess, has been to educate my brother because. Um, and nothing against the education that he's getting now, but I want him to be able to learn uh, the things that I've learned easily. Um, so the things that I'm going through or I'm reading, uh, he has access to, because why not have another access point for education? Because education flows from all over places, all over different places. And that would be, I think that'd be really cool if he could learn something from the things that I've already learned and the things that I've already gone through. Maybe help him save save a couple minutes because maybe he doesn't like to read in the future. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, the reading reading for this book, um, reading for this How to Find Your True North is, is all personal education. Um, so this is, this is now something that nobody's going to make me read nobody's going to expect me to know um, but I will always hold value in understanding things understanding go, going that extra mile uh, reading that, that extra book or listening to that extra lecture you'll also see me start to all of my podcasts are going to be out of order I mean you might see podcast 5.2 before 
three point whatever. Um, and here's the reason why I'm going to do the podcast in different categories based on what I'm learning. So different books will be one point whatever. Um, I'll leave room for that later, but school might be 2.0, learning a language might be 3.0 and work might be 4.0. I I haven't figured out the categories yet, but I think that's how I'm going to do it. Um, That way I can record different categories at different times, but you'll still understand or I still understand or Zach might understand. Hopefully everyone understands once I record these, what belongs where and why I put it there in the first place. Um, so this book is really cool though. Now we'll get back to the book. Um, it's a lot about leadership and crucibles and your journey to leadership. Um, covers Lance Armstrong and Richard Grasso and, um, let's see. A lot of CEOs, a lot of COOs, a lot of different people, um, Warren Buffett and his motivation. It covers extrinsic and intrinsic motivations, strengths and weaknesses. It's a lot of uh, looking inside and seeing and and helping yourself figure out the why. Uh, And I've always said that why is really important because why tells you it gives you a purpose for everything. And if you don't have a purpose, then everything seems very, I don't know, I guess lacking um, without purpose, you kind of lack intent. I mean, obviously without purpose, you lack intent, but you need to have intent and understand your why for everything that you do, because if you don't, there's no motivation to do it. Um, So I always find that knowing your why is extremely important. Uh, In the latest part of the book that I'm reading, it's covering Nelson Mandela and his sentence to life imprisonment. Um, It really covers his, well, okay. One of the subtitles is from hero's journey to leader's journey. And it talks about how he emerges as a leader from prison, um, but begins all the way when the Afrikaners took power in South Africa in 1948 and he became a founding member of the Youth League, uh, which was the er, a Youth League of the African National Congress. Um, it talked about how he was angry and arrested, uh, then um, let go, but arrested again for high treason. It covers, right now I'm in a, I'm in a portion that covers your true north and how it meets the world. So this is part three. Part one and two were all about an integrated life um, and really looking on the inside and helping you figure out your own values and your own principles um, and challenges that other people have faced. It's really interesting because it brings in a lot of people um, and really, really gets their viewpoint on uh, putting clients first or values first or family or friends first and w- where leadership fits in, fits in that. 
Um, one thing that I, I did want to talk about was an email I received a while ago from Tim Schmidt. Now, Tim Schmidt is the president of USCCA, which, oh man, I can't remember. I can't remember exactly what that stands for. Um, I believe it's U.S. Concealed Carry Association. Don't quote me on that because I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong, but it's okay. Um, no, his his email was was talking about what you believe in. Um, and I'll go ahead and bring up that email and read it and I'll include it in the show notes. But I wrote my own paragraph, I guess, of what I believe in uh, to really answer the question. But I'll, I'll go ahead and read his email. In his email, he says, Every month I spend an afternoon on the phones in our customer call service call center. I think it's very important to never lose that connection with members and subscribers. A few years ago, I was fielding calls when a member called in. I helped retrieve his username and password, and that's when he asked me the question. He asked me, Tim, what do you believe in? So excuse me? He said, Tim, what do you believe in? I responded, well, I believe in a lot of things, but it was already too late. The man on the phone had clearly made his point. I simply didn't know what I believed in. How could I not know exactly what to say in the situation? Needless to say, I was embarrassed. Here I am, the founder and president of USCCA. I'm the publisher of Concealed Carry Magazine, which gets read by over 375,000 people, and I don't know what I believe in. He says, I drove home that evening and felt very unsettled. Heck, I even felt embarrassed. So after dinner, when the kids finally went to bed, I went down to my workshop and wrote these words. Tim says, I believe that most people are inherently good. I believe that when given the chance, most people will do the right thing. I believe that most Americans will do anything for their family. I believe that true Americans love their country. I believe in God. I believe that the opportunity is usually disguised as hard work. I believe that the free enterprise system is a gift from God. I believe that the ability for, to forgive and forget will set you free. I believe that the harder your work, the luckier you get. I believe in liberty. I believe in choosing to be happy. I believe in accepting responsibility for everything that happens to me. I believe that every challenge or obstacle is an opportunity to become a better person. I believe that life can be tough, but at the end of the day, life is what you make of it. I believe in my family. I believe that evil exists. It just does. I believe that it is my responsibility to protect all that is good from all that is bad. I believe in preparing for the worst while expecting the best. I believe in the natural born and inalienable right to self-protection. I believe that the man or woman who shirks their duty to defend and protect simply doesn't understand their true responsibility as a God-fearing and freedom-loving American. I believe in myself. I believe that a gun cannot be good or bad. It's simply a thing, a tool. I believe that the founders of our country liberated themselves, their families, and their country from tyranny with these tools we call guns, and thus started the great experiment in freedom the world has ever seen. Sorry, the greatest experiment in freedom the world has ever seen. I believe the statistics that tell us responsibly armed, law-abiding Americans use guns over 2,739 times every day to defend the lives and honor of their loved ones. I believe in peaceful, I believe in being peaceful and avoiding conflict at all costs. But when that conflict comes after me and pushes me in a corner, I believe in fighting as if, as if the lives of my children and loved ones depend on it. Because they do. That is what I believe. And if any of this resonates with you, I invite you to join Okay, that's just his his plug. Um, anyway, that's what Tim Schmidt believes in. That was his quite long paragraph, but 
it meant a lot to me because I recognized I didn't have my own paragraph. Uh, and this is what I wrote. I wrote, I believe in the right and obligation to bring praise to our one true God. I believe in the right to defend yourself. I believe in treating your mother and father with respect. I believe in treating anyone and everyone with respect until they prove that they don't deserve it. I believe in spankings and I don't believe in coddling. I believe that mass media is a scam we all fall into and that knowledge and education is underrated. I believe that our time is our most valuable asset and that it slips away faster as we get older. I believe that you can learn the most from your grandparents. I believe that most of us think uh, take things for granted. I don't believe in recycling, but I believe in helping our ecosystem. I believe in entrepreneurs and the capitalist economy. I believe that hard work and sweat will always be undervalued. I believe in second chances, and I believe in judging books by their cover. I believe that donating your time is much more valuable than donating your money. I believe in marriage, not in divorce. I believe in God providing a spouse and not in your own ability to find someone. I believe in standing for what you believe in, as long as you're defending something and not hindering others. I believe that standing for your country, away from your friends and family, is one of the most respectable things you can do in life. That was my short paragraph that I wrote um, earlier this year, I think in April or May. Um, and it's probably going to it's probably going to mold and change during the years, but um, I think it's important that I, I keep this paragraph and understand um, where I stand on my beliefs and my values uh, before I move forward with anything. Um, it talks about th this book talks about authentic leadership and how uh, humility and holding your intrinsic motivations is extremely important for personal growth. Um, it has a lot to do with finding your meaning from efforts. I also wanted to talk about how I currently take notes in my books because I'm not, I'm curious to see how this will change over time. Um, currently I do a lot of highlighting. Uh, sometimes I don't <laughs> write why I highlighted it. I'll just highlight it to make sure that I come and look at, look at it later. Um, and then I also, I underline books sorry, not books, I underline words or phrases that I don't understand. And I'll write the definition out to the side. Uh, that's really helpful to me, especially if I look at it later, I should be able to remember um, looking up the word or what the word meant. Let's see if I can find one that makes sense. Um, Let's see. Okay, so this this sentence says, Britt voraciously read everything she could about Buffett and relished the opportunities to learn from him. So I underlined voraciously, because that's not a word I was super familiar with. Uh, but it just means eagerly. So I'll go back and read the reread the sentence. Say, Britt eagerly read everything she could about Buffett. And yada yada. Um but underlining those words is important to me because it helps me learn new words and learn how people use uh, different phrases that I might not recognize. So that's currently how I'm taking notes in this book. Um, I guess we'll have another update soon. This is podcast number 1.0. Thanks.
Hey y'all, another thing I wanted to make clear was that none of these episodes are going to be edited. Uh, I'm actually not going to edit any of the audio in or out. Uh, I'm going to keep all of my ums and ems and uhs, and I'm going to keep all of my mess-ups and mistakes in the podcast. That way, as I progress in recording and understanding what I want to record, I can see my mistakes. Uh, So (laughs) if you hear me mispronounce anything or pause for a needlessly and overtly long time, understand that it's all a progression. And I'll look back on this, hopefully I'll look back on this someday and realize how far I've come or how little I've changed and what I need to change. Just had to put that that out there (laughs) because I'm sure you'll notice. Anyway, dear Zulu, have a good day. Bye-bye.